Welcome back to Music 101. This episode's about speed. The drugs. No, I mean, like, no, like, about actually getting fast. So hopefully this will be a fast episode. The whole, the whole point is when you practice something, you're practicing for that goal, right? We're, we talked about that in the last episode. What if the goal is speed and fluency and fluidity and becoming holistic as a musician? That, that's, that was the whole premise, literally, of this project. Scubert Dubert. <laughs> was to was to take all the things that I've learned um, and practiced across a bunch of different instruments and you know recording software and all that kind of stuff and then crank up the dial make it really fast and make it really fun and so I want to talk about kind of how I approach making music now with this project specifically I don't have a specific starting point usually it starts with groove or some semblance to it, it doesn't always the starting point is I want to make music. That's it. And it doesn't matter what direction it comes from. It can come from opening up Pro Tools and making an electronic beat. It can come from playing a um, box of beans like a shaker and having a cool groove. It can come from writing something on the acoustic guitar and then translating it. Whatever. doesn't matter. And the reason why it doesn't matter is I every single song I'm trying to practice just being a musician, not being a instrumentalist, not being a recording engineer, not being a producer, just being a musician that uses all of these tools to tap into the same exact thing. There is one big pot of music that we all reach into and pull out. And the instruments are the instruments by which we reach into that pot. So that's, that's including like Pro Tools and stuff. I, I honestly, I think that like, the computer is my best instrument because it's the most, it's, it's the, that's the nexus point. That's the thing that ties it all together. That's the thing that allows me to be like, Hey, I'm going to, I have this vague idea of a guitar part. And so I'm going to throw on a metronome and I'm going to loop this, you know, eight bar section for 12 minutes. And the 12th one will be the section that where I like come up with the part. And then I'll take that, play some bass to it, put a vocal over it write some drums and like, boom, there's a chorus. The whole, the whole point of what I'm trying to say is like, I have specifically tried to practice not doing one thing at once. Like not, what's what I'm trying to say? Like I, I'm practicing, not just being a guitarist or just being a recording engineer, but trying to be all of those things all at the same time so that you can think about the next 25 steps while you're doing step two. If that makes sense. Like, I know that sounds overwhelming, but this is just another thing you can practice. Like anybody can do this. You, so like, say that I'm recording a bass part to a groove that I I made. So I program in some drums or I find some cool thing in the universe, like some, like a washing machine. Say that I find a washing machine. I'm like, that's a cool groove. Record the Washington, Washington machine, (laughs) the washing machine on my phone, throw it onto Pro Tools and then start grooving on it with bass. Well, as I'm grooving on it with bass, I'm picturing what could a vocal be over that? What kind of rhythm and phrasing would I want that vocal to be? Then how would I, you know, accent that with this bass part and maybe some synths and some guitars? I'm thinking of all of that as I'm doing the bass. So I'm thinking of like, I'm basically writing a song as I'm writing a part, if that makes sense. And then that it's going to morph, it's going to change. But, you know, like every, every building block it's almost like as you're laying a brick, you are also designing the floor plan or being the architect. So you're like 
simultaneously being a construction worker and an architect. As you lay each brick, you're picturing the next brick, the next 25 bricks, as you're building this three-story house. And that house is going to evolve over time. As you get up to the top, you're going to be like, oh, actually, like a different roof. And then the beauty of music is that then at the very, very end, you mix it all. And mixing, which we'll get into in a future um, this future pod is the process of like making it all look good. So that's like the paint. That's like, maybe you want to like, uh, I'm going to blow up this, this wall and put in a different reinforcing beam or something like that. That's the, that's the concept is like at the end, you can be very revisionist about it. Um, it's so easy in computers, which I like makes me so grateful to not live in the era of tape or something to, to like be like, Oh yeah, this section, I'm going to cut it in half. Boop. It's in half. Now I'm going to double this one up and add in like a, weird time signature here done it's added so it's like it's like de- de- like delivering that level of fluency of being a holistic musician that looks at as all as music not as a guitarist not as a bassist and then being flexible and kind enough to yourself that you you allow yourself to be creative as you go and all knowing that like you're just the command Z away from, you know, not doing that idea. So it's like, it's like freeing your inner creative and then allowing your future skeptic and editor to clean up the mess that they make and thinking several steps ahead. And again, this is something you have to practice. Like you have to do this all at once in order to get this, this vibe. And let me just give you um, a little bit of insight into my personal um, journey with this. So back in 2018, when I started this project, I, my first song, my first two songs were my Scoobert snack and my friend Scoobert. The reason why, (laughs) the reason why they were my whatever was I really like scrubs. And um, it was like the the episode titles of every scrub episode was my whatever. And I thought I'd do that for every song. Of course not. I'm not going to do that. But again, that was a brick that I laid and then I abandoned later, but I digress. Anyway, so those first two songs, um, I made them both in a day. And the goal was I woke up in the morning, had some coffee, started making music. And by the time my head hit the pillow, the song was mixed, done and into distribution going on to Spotify one day. And it was really hard in the beginning because I'd never done that before, you know? But then by the end of that record, where every song was done in a day, it was a lot easier. And then by the time I did my next record, Swami's, um, I tried to do the whole record. I think I did it in eight days total. But, you know, it's, it's, that you'll, if you listen to that one, it, it's got a lot of like multi layered stuff. Like the tracks are a little less defined. Like honestly, like in its, its, its reality, it was like one Pro Tools session of like 40 minutes or 45 minutes or whatever. So it's, it's really one big song. And so it was just kind of like I laid out this canvas and I painted on it with grooves and songs and then had to, you know, chop it up for Spotify and stuff. But like the concept is like learn how to be flexible and rigid at the same time, learn how to be specific and holistic at the same time. It's like these illogical moments of um being two things at once and I, I really do think anybody can do it you just have to like it's just a multi-step process where you have to learn each of the individual constituent parts and then on top of it practice doing them all at once and then you get then then practice doing it quickly and the quick the quickly part is the trick because 
at first, like, you know, things will have a certain charm, I think, when you do them quickly, because they're honest, and they're just you, and, um, but they're also scary, because it's pretty naked, you don't really have any, anybody else to, like, clean up after your mess, or to make you look good, like, like, if, if you're a boy band with a record producer and engineer, and stuff, they're gonna work really hard, they're gonna stay late, they're not gonna sleep that night, so you can come back the next day and be like, wow, I sounded really good, (laughs) and the producer and the engineer will be like, yeah, you didn't. And, but you have to be all of those things for yourself. And if you have a limited window of time that you're arbitrarily giving yourself, you're going to have a lot of warts. It's not going to be that pretty at the end. That's okay. Cause that's you. That's what you actually look like. It's like no unfiltered Instagram, you know, but by doing that over and over and over again, eventually like the stuff sends, sounds like poppier. And then people like right now, people are being like, how are you making these songs that are so poppy and like so quickly? It's like, dude, I've been practicing making quick pop songs for like three and a half, almost four years. And before that I had to practice all these instruments. It's just like a matter of like creating a state of play. Like I was saying in the last episode where if you make it fun, you'll keep doing it. And then because you keep doing it, you're going to get better at it. And then if you do these ordinary things over and over and over again for a long enough time, Eventually, it's going to seem like magic. It's like, how did you pull that off? It's like, dude, I've been practicing this, this specific thing of making interesting, weird pop songs quickly for years and years and years. And now it's like I have a fluency with myself where I understand, like, if I do this, then that'll happen. And then I could do that. And then I could run it through that distortion chain. And then I, you know, and then I could put it in that tape machine and then bounce that out and then put a reverb on it and then chop the reverb and then throw that back in. And then I could double it and then maybe delete that original track. You know, you start thinking of all these cascading things that honestly, like if I was working with somebody else, that's hard to explain. Uh, unless like you have a really great familiarity with that other person. They're, they're just like certain things that are intuitive and working on your own music alone you develop an intuition with yourself and that's really cool and it's really fun. And then it gets, it keeps you doing it. So I'm excited to see what it'll be like in a year or two. Cause you know, I'm starting to get some things right now where, um, you know, people will hit me up and say, Hey, can you turn this around tomorrow? It's like, yeah, no problem. Do that. And then I'll also make like a song for myself or whatever, you know, like I'm, I'm starting to get so much more in terms of like demands. Okay. Can you remix this? Can you produce this on top of my own music? But I don't want to slow down on anything. So I'm having to speed up it even more. And I'm excited to see like, what, what could it look like in a year or two after practicing what I've been practicing for the last three or four years, even faster. I think it's possible, but I'm a little scared of it, but that's what practice is. It's like to sum up this little mini two, two part episode to what is practice to me. It's about doing something you're scared of, defining that goal, and like just running to it and creating an environment where you don't hate doing it so that you keep doing it. And you're doing that ordinary thing for a long enough period of time and you're objective enough about it, key, key part, like actually self-assess because a lot of people <laughs> keep practicing the same bad sounding things over and over and over again and then they never get better. Um, I mean, of course, you don't have it. It's like, like speaking Japanese is a great example. If if I only, if I only speak Japanese to other Japanese learners, I'm going to speak really weird Japanese. Like, you know, there's nobody to be objective about my abilities. I still am not great at Japanese, but like, that's beside the point. The point is like, I'm trying to establish a framework in which I can grow 
towards fluency and trying to do the same thing with music and then trying to do the same thing with speed and becoming holistic. And that's pretty much the Scoobert mentality right there is uh, tease it out, make it fun, stay engaged. And, uh, you know, with enough amount of time, it's the same thing with technology, right? Over enough time, technology begins to feel like, look like magic becomes what's, what's the term like indecipherable from magic. I think the same thing happens with, with practice. Like talk to any guitarist, they're, they're, they'll tell you at some point, like I looked down at my hands, I couldn't believe what I was doing. It's like, I can't believe that my hands can do these things. It ends up looking like magic because it's just enough time, enough ordinary stuff that you put in and eventually it feels like you can, you can do a magic trick, expand it. Why stop there? Like guitar is interesting to me, but making music and becoming a musician, that's way more interesting to me. Guitar is but an instrument to access this, this very deep and scary well of music itself. And that's what I'm trying to run towards and not run from is to like dive headfirst into that well, become part of it, become faster. And then hopefully live my dreams. Honestly, I'm already doing that. The dream is to make a bunch of music and to feel really good about it and to make it quickly. Um, quickly because then it becomes more honest to me. That's, you know, that's my opinion. Quick can be honest. Quick is fun. And then I get, I get to make more. I get to check out more stuff instead of dwelling on one thing. It's like release it, make another thing. I don't know. That's what I think. Anyway, this is Scuba Dubert talking about speed, not the drug. Uh, the ability anyway if you're interested in hearing some more music or connecting with me send me some memes www.scubertdubert.pizza and i'll see you in the next episode of music appreciation 101